Hey guys, thank you so much for being here. And guess what? This is season two of Cosmos with She made it. She made it. I made it. Praise God. I made it. Finally. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't think I was going to, but I, I'm here. <laughs> and guess who that other voice is? I am so super excited to have this crazy person on my freaking podcast, Miss Linda. Hey, everybody. How you doing? I'm I was excited. always there in her mind. She just, you know, she just let me out to play. That's all. I, I've always. She was. I she was. I refused to go through this craziness by myself. So oh. she is going to be the one that's going to be my co-host and my. She's my. I can't even say right hand. She's like here. Boom. I try to be. You know. Only God is omnipresent, but I, I try to be. I really. <laughs> but this season is going to be special we're going to have a lot of kind of cool things coming up great topics um we got one topic with fatherhood um topics what politics oh i'm I'm scared about that i am scared about that i'm really scared about that but i'm looking forward to it yeah yeah that's a that's a meaty meaty topic but anyway Mm -hmm. this episode today is, is really special um this one is a little bit different for us because in the last season we've had a lot of you know just conversations with various people that I know, um, and Linda's actually was in last season also in a couple of episodes, and like I said, the meat of this is basically us having you know, conver- like crazy conversations, whether it be serious, whether it be just crazy, just listening to people say the most outlandish stuff. You will laugh. Please understand that. if there is nothing else you gain from this you will laugh because we are not wrapped too tight. I don't know if you've noticed that, but I'm normal. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That's a whole, see, that's a whole episode in itself. But anyway, we are not wrapped. Too tight. I am perfectly fine in my craziness and she is too. She just didn't want to let you know that, but hopefully during these episodes, you yes, listeners and myself will help her come to grips with the level of craziness that she is. But that that's, that's another topic. Continue. Any, way just saying, just... so without further ado i would like to introduce to you a play broadcast that came across to me and i found it to be an awesome story hilarious great great piece yes. it is hilarious yes. with drama I hope you enjoy it with drama with drama with drama and without further ado let's get into it This is a radio edit recording of Swingers, written and directed by Christopher Ration Marshall, starring Tiffany Terrell as Nita, Duke Williams as Billy, Candace Bawakine as Madeline, William Ketter as Jesse, and Sam Brandon Kylie as Joe. Ensemble roles played by William Ketter and Candace Bawakine. Music, sound, and editing by Sam Brandon Kylie. Welcome to Joe's Tobacco Club, the hottest ticket in town. Now, I know some of you bimbos, big shots, and dames heard the rumors. You know, the ones that say we were closed for violating prohibition. As you see, our doors are still wide open, and we still got the best gigawater in town, if you feel me. Don't get into no fights, and don't try to stiff me. You see that six-shooter on the wall? That's my gal, Lucille. Try me and she'll be your next date. Now, 
Sit back, relax, buy your broader drink, and put your paws together for tonight's musical guest, Duke Ellington and his Jubilee Band. Thank you so much for getting me out of that stubby old house. I thought you nearly moved into that hospital, pulling all them extra shifts and all. I know, dollface. Been so busy with patients lately, I figured it was time to take you out for a night of the town. And what a night it is. <laughs> hey, Mary. Good to see you, Dom. Well, would you look at that? Look at what? There. There. Over there. No, not there, Billy. Look there. Would you let go of my face? What? What? What is it? Why, it's snobby Susan from my women's club. Nita, you had me thinking something was... I swear you think her idea of fun was watching rain dry on the sidewalk. But apparently she's here in this joint having a gay old time and talking to Mary no less. Let's not gossip like old ladies, Nita. Old? Ha. Well, aren't you a regular Lou Costello? That's not what I meant, Nita. I was just saying... Never you mind, Billy. I do believe you've said enough. Can I get you two lovebirds some to drink? How about a glass of giggle water? How about a double for me? Make it some extra strong giggle water. And for the bimbo? I'll have some giggle water too. Make sure you put it in a baby bottle for him. Ouch! You got a spicy dame. You better hold on to her. I'll be back with those giggle waters. I love this song. Oh, Billy, you must dance with me right this instant. Nothing doing. You know I have two left feet. Oh, beef, beef, beef. All you do is beef. Now, are you going to dance or not? Clammy bird, kiss me. Billy. Cash a chip. Will you dance if I say cash? I said no. Then I'll take a chip. Nita, darling, is that you? Oh, hey, Susan. Love the dress. Nita. This is, this is my cousin from out of town. Oh, don't you worry, Susan. This will be our little secret. I knew it. I just knew it. Knew what? I just saw snobby Susan come in here dancing all over Bobby Mom. So what? Here's your drinks. Remember, tip your bartender. So? I'm sure her husband Larry would be quite in arms if he knew about that little affair. <clears throat> I said remember tip your bartender. Billy, pay the man. My bad, Joe. Ego. Much obliged. Nita, that's none of our business. Stop watching people and let's just enjoy ourselves. Fine, dear. And stop gossiping, too. Whatever you say, dear. Oh, I must tell you about what Edna told me earlier at our club meeting. It was so delightful. Nita! No, it's really good, I promise. She mentioned that we should go see this new picture at the silent picture show uptown. I think it's called Sherlock Jr. And it's starring... Well, guess who was starring, Billy? Can you guess? Go on, try. I don't know. Is it... Buster Keaton? I knew when I saw those posters and flyers up of him, he was going to be a big star. Right here in our own backyard. Edna says we really must go see it. It's practically a requirement for the refined ladies at our club to watch and support anything with Buster Keaton in it. Maybe we should go tomorrow. What do you say? We can make it a... Billy? Billy! 
Billy! Out you crazy dame, what's wrong with you? Billy Earl Green, if I didn't know any better, I'd swear some two-bit dame was stealing glances with you. Stop being so damn jealous, Nita. I only got eyes for my main dish right here, and it is looking hotsy-totsy. I'm sure. Goodness me! Would you look who it is? Who? Oh, Madeline! Madeline, over here! Madeline! Who are you calling now? Oh, hush up, you'll see. Hey, Madeline! Hey, Nita! Doll! Fancy seeing you here. Oh, Madeline, it's been ages. It's funny running into you here of all places. I know. Out of all the juice joints in the city, what are the odds? Look at you, looking darling like a bona fide flapper. <laughs> <laughs> oh, stop it. You're the dolled up one, looking like the queen of Sheba. She would only be so lucky. Anyway, Madeline, I'd love to introduce you to my fella. Hello, I'm... This is my beau. His name is Billy Earl Green. He's a croaker, you know. That means he's a doctor, darling. Got his own prescription paid and everything. How do you do? Um... She's doing all right. Oh, Madeline, it's such a surprise running into you here. Nita, you said that already. I know, because it's such a surprise running into her here. Don't you agree, Madeline? Well, it has been a long... See, she agrees with me. Maddie and I are old friends from school, you know. You should have seen us back in the day. We were thick as thieves. A real one act. Weren't we, Madeline? Well, I don't remember. Oh, darling, I'm sure you're just dying to know how me and my Billy got together, aren't you? <laughs> Not exactly. We met at a ball, dear. Had a blast. Did I mention that my Billy is a croaker? Once or twice. Well, he is. Has his own building and everything. You said prescription pad earlier. You know what a croaker is, don't you, darling? It's fancy speak. It means he's a doctor. Saved a man's life and all. My Billy's a bona fide hero. Pipe down, Nita. She don't want to hear all of that. I apologize, Miss Madeline. Contrary to what my crazy dame says, I'm just a regular old Joe doing a foxtrot in a Charleston. Oh, nonsense. You know, he just saved a man's life the other day. I think it was Wednesday, right, Billy? Nita, don't you? Damn near bit the big one, and my Billy Pooh walked right on in like one of them heroes in one of them hero books and saved the day. Just like that. I was so proud of him. Nita, clam it. How dare you raise your voice at me, Billy? I've done nothing to deserve this type of behavior. I'm sorry, Nita, but now is not the time for all of that. <laughs> Says who? Don't let her excite you with all tall tales, Miss Madeline. The John had a mild case of the sniffles, that's all. Oh, he's just being modest. Poor man was not long for this world. And Billy gave him life anew. Anew? Yes, darling, anew. We really must be going. It was truly a pleasure meeting you, Miss Madeline. Neither and I won't hold you up any longer. Nonsense, Billy. We're not bothering her at all. Isn't that right, Madeline? Madeline? Darling, are you listening? Ouch, Nita! That's smart! Marcy! I am shocked! Marcy? You weren't listening to me at all! The nerve! I, I was, dear. I was just... I thought we were dear, dear friends. Oh, Billy, I just want to cry. My own dear, dear friend just shut me out. Broad, stop being so damn dramatic. No, 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 Billy. Now my night is ruined. I'm distraught. <laughs> I'm hurt. Pretty dress on with makeup. Oh. <laughs> 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 <laughs>
could you please try talking to her? I'm sorry, Nita. I really am listening, dear. I just got a little distracted looking for my boat. He said he was going to grab us a couple of drinks a while ago. Can't seem to find him anywhere. Oh, you have a man. You don't say. Well, that is a surprise. I guess people's standards have gotten lower these days. What was that? All is forgiven, dear. No need to dwell on the past. In fact, Billy can help you find him. I can. What's he look like? He's, um, well, and he's got... Billy, do you mind doing a foxtrot around the joint to see if you can find him? Well, of course he doesn't mind. Isn't that right, Billy? Well, I... I if it's not too much of a bother. No bother at all. Billy would like nothing more than to take care of you. Right, Billy? There's no right answer to that question, is there? Then it's settled. Now you run along, dear. Marietta and I have so much to catch up on. Marietta? We have to have a little girl talk and powder our noses and such. Let's blouse, Marjorie. My name is... Give us a howl when you find him, love. Ta. But I don't even know what he looks like. His name's Jesse. Wearing a top hat, you can't miss him. Great. A little while later. Excuse me, sir. Is your name Jesse? No, it ain't, buddy. My apologies. Excuse me. Hey, you. Excuse me. Mm-mm. Damn it. Dr. Green? Jesse Clayton? I thought that was you. How are you, you old goon? Jesse Clayton! Mm -mm. It's a surprise running into you here. I know. Uh, who'd have thought we'd run into each other in a speakeasy of all places? <clears throat> yes. Who would have thought? I'm surprised you're even out. What do you mean? I I've never known you to go to a joint like this unless somebody's dying. <laughs> Wait. Nobody's croaking, are they? <laughs> Hopefully not. It's my day off. I'm glad to hear that. So, what were you just doing? Nothing. I'm on a wild goose chase for somebody named... Wait. You wouldn't happen to be acquainted with a dame named Miss Madeline, would you? Maddie? You seen Maddie? I went to grab us a couple of drinks and I lost her. Where is she? She's fine. Damn near did a Linda hop to the john with my Nita. Your Nita? Yeah, my fiance. Fiance. Two years now. Oh, well, that's... Uh... Gosh, Billy, it has been some time, hasn't it? Sure has. You got something on your face. Let me help you get it. What the hell are you doing? Picking up right where we left off. Jesse, no, I, we can't do this. This is, this is bad. This is bad for my profession. Well, good thing Bonnie Muggin ain't part of your job description. Stop it, Jesse. Just stop it. I'm playing hard to get, I see. Will you stop it? We are in public. That's never stopped us before. I insist that you stop this instant. I, I, I'm engaged. Oh, there they are. Boys. Boys. Billy. Billy, is that Jesse, dear? Yes, that's mine. How do you do? I'm Nita Jane Crawford. I'm Billy's fiance. My Billy's a croaker, you know. That's a doctor, in case you were wondering. You must be Jesse. Yes, I am. Good. Mary has told me so much about you. 
A margarita. He's even more handsome than you described. Thank you, dear. Margarita? Don't ask. Whoever knew you could pull a catch like that? I beg your pardon? Anyway, I see you boys are getting acquainted. What do we miss? Well, you see, uh, we, um, we just, uh... Actually, Billy and I already know each other. You do? Maddie, uh, this is the doctor I told you about before from back home. The one with the magic touch. <laughs> There's hardly any magic to it. This is the famous Billy. Famous? Jesse always speaks so highly of you. I started to think you were just a fairy tale from his stories. <laughs> do tell. I'm sure whatever he said was quite exaggerated. This is our song. You care to dance? Gladly. Oh, we're sorry. We got a little carried away there. I see. Well, would you look at the time? Aw, don't leave so soon. I'm sorry. We really must be going. Nonsense. We're having so much fun. The night's still young. So many hop spots are going on tonight. You know, I heard there's a stride competition going on later. That piano player from earlier is hosting it. Uh, what's his name? Duke something or other? Ellington. Duke Ellington, right? Yeah, that's it. Well, what do you say, Billy? Why don't we all go out and enjoy ourselves some more? The night's still quite young. Oh, Billy, that sounds marvelous. We must go. Make a night of it. Can we, Billy? Can we? Oh, please say yes. Can we? No, Nita. But why not? We should be going. I have an early day. It was a pleasure meeting you, Miss Madeline. Enchanted. Good seeing you, Jesse. Oh, Billy, don't spoil the ladies' fun. It'll be an orgy if we all come together. Good night. Billy, wait. Billy! Billy! I am so sorry, y'all. I don't know what has gotten into him. Great seeing you, Martha. I'll send you a wire. You do that. Billy! Billy! Jesus! Billy, slow down! Three days later, Billy comes into my bar looking like he'd gotten divorced before he got married. Daddy-O was down lower than sludge on a shoe. I tend to be a man of many hats, so I decided to put on my priest's collar and let him give confessional. I can't believe it, Joe. I just can't believe it. What's on your mind? Almost five years I go without seeing him. And he just shows up here of all places. It's bad enough he came to New York, but I had to run into him in here. I bet he's trying to ruin me. That's it. He's trying to ruin things between me and my Anita. Come on, Billy. Why would he go through all that trouble? That's the thing, Joe. You don't know him like I do. He's a former... Uh patient of mine from my hometown. Back then, he didn't have nothing better to do than harass me. I used to hate going to work because I knew he'd be there waiting. Crack of dawn. Every morning. He'd be right there. 
When I saw him here last night, I didn't know what to say. I told him years ago that he needed to find someone else. Someone else? Uh, to be his doctor. I mean, I'm a good croaker, but I had to let him go. You know, one time he knocked on my bedroom window a half crow before sunrise asking me to give him a, a prostate exam. A what? I told him he had to be crazy coming to my house so early. I told him to set an appointment with Becca. She was my secretary. Really, she was my first cousin who wasn't getting work anywhere, so I gave her a few dollars a week to assist me. He was my best patient. But every week he came in with a different problem. One after another. I swear that boy gets one stiff. He was a good patient though. Clean bill of health. I can set my pocket watch to his weekly checkups. Yep. I check up every week. He's one of them hypochondriacs or something. You know, one of them people who pass gas and swear they'd have to start riding out a wheel. What is he doing here? I did everything I could to get away from my old life. I moved away from New Orleans for the big city, got a job at the hospital and met my Nita. Pretty girl. She don't deserve all of this. I love Nita to death. I really do. She has always been there for me. You know, I finally met her family. Gonna get married real soon. Joe, why is he here? I don't know, but don't worry, Billy. Your secret is safe with me. What secret? Exactly. Have another drink. Meanwhile, the girls sit at a picture show, Petting Pantry. I can't believe it, Nita. You really done found you a croaker. Shh. I'm trying to watch the picture. He's really handsome, too. I bet he's a tiger in the sack. I said shush, child. I haven't seen this one. Come on. I'm just dying to know. Tell me. A debutante never tells such distasteful things. A debut who? A debutante. You know, a lady. High status. Fancy. Fancy. A southern belle. We went to the same school, dear. You should at least know that. Nita, you are a riot. Last I checked, you were a bear cat from the South Bronx who kissed your own hand just so you can brag about your first smooch. I did not lie about my first kiss. Did too? Oh, will you be quiet? I don't see why you are so tight-lipped about it. We are in a new free age. Everything is wild and free and gay. Well, I'd love to have a gay old time watching this picture with no interruptions. Come on, Nita. We are young. We should be out getting zazzled, not sitting here petting pantry. I asked you. I said, Mackerel, would you like to go petting pantry tonight? The new Buster Keaton picture was out, and I'm dying to see it. And you said, 
Sure, Nita doll. Let me grab my purse. Thought that was just an excuse to get away from the bimbos. I didn't think you actually meant we watched this boring picture. Ugh. I want to paint the town red, not watch some nobody named Buster Keaton. Buster Keaton is an amazing actor, I'll have you know. Truly refined women enjoy the artistic side of life. At least that's what Edna from my club always says. And what does she know? Proper ladies don't go ranting about night spots and hop stops and illegally drinking so they can either end up in the slammer or in some stranger's bed. Damn it, Nita. You act like one little drink will have you dancing naked through the streets. Shh. I'm trying to watch the picture. But... I said shush, girl. Why? It's a silent picture. Shh. So, have the two of you ever... Ever what? You know... <coughs> have you ever... <coughs> What's wrong with your throat, dear? Are you thirsty? Have you Barney mugged with Billy yet? Good God, Maple Tree. Have some decency. I declare. Oh, beef! You know, my Jesse is an animal in the sack. No, I do not know. Nor do I want that visual mahogany. I love every minute I'm with him. Ooh, I can almost feel him in me right now. Mm. Mm. <laughs> oh. Well, actually, Billy is a tiger. Oh, I shouldn't be divulging our dirty little secrets like this. Secrets make the best gossip. I'm friends. I mean, friends. I feel so crass, so unladylike. I swore on my virtue that I would wait until I was married, but it was, I mean, the length. Wow, that big, huh? <laughs> now I'm really intrigued. Go on, go on. Oh, I just couldn't, I can't. I wouldn't dare, but the girth. Oh. This is getting juicy. Oh no, I've said too much. Then there's the way he just... The way he just what? No, never mind. I won't say another word. Come on. It was getting to the best part. Don't try to coerce me, Maybelline. I have said too much already. Now, that's just me, Nita. You started telling me all this good detail, then you want to clam up? That's just the cards we're dealt. Say! I have an idea. What? Let's go back to that speakeasy from the other night. Why on earth would I do that? It'll be fun. I'm dying to see what's happening in town tonight. It'll get us out of this boring picture show. No, I shouldn't go. I mean, what kind of lady would I be if I went without Billy? Ain't no ladies here, doll. What was that? I said, I'm sure Billy's fine. He's probably with Jesse talking about the good old days. Let's leave the bimbos with their memories while we paint the town. Well, Mahjong, if it get you to stop bumping your gums, then I guess I have no choice. Me? Bumping my gums? <laughs> you slay me, Nita. You really do. Meanwhile, back at Joe's Tobacco Club, Billy had an unexpected surprise. Fancy seeing you here. Wait, Billy, wait. 
Damn it, will you stop acting like a dumb Dora and running every time I try to talk to you? What the hell are you doing here, Jesse? It's a public joint, so I decided to come out. I mean here, in this city. Is there something wrong with me being here? When I left you in New Orleans, I thought I was leaving you for good. Yet, here we are. You following me now, Jesse? You better not be up here trying to start nothing or I swear as God is my witness. God. <clears throat> I'm sure God ain't taking requests from no cake eater. I ain't no damn cake eater. Bullshit. I said I ain't. I gave that up. I'm here now. I love Nita. Oh, really? Because it looks like something disagrees with you. What? <laughs> Made you look. That's not funny, Jesse. Now, I said it before. I love Nita. I hear you, but are you trying to convince me or yourself? I did. I don't need no convincing. Nita, my main dish. Really? Because I used to be your full course meal. Jesse. Come on, doctor. Be honest with me. Do you still love me? To be honest, I never loved you, Jesse. Bullshit! I, I was just experimenting. Experimenting? Yeah, that's exactly what it was. An experiment. So... All those nights we used to sneak into the woods by your mama's house was an experiment. It was. It was a mistake. You were in love with me. Was that a mistake, too? Yes, it was a mistake, Jesse. One that nearly cost me my life, remember? Ugh, stop being so dramatic. Dramatic? <laughs> we're done here. I never stopped thinking about you, you know? Give it up, Jesse. Just stop it. You want me to give up? Fine. But answer me one question. Why did you come here tonight? What? Why did you come to this joint tonight? Everybody knows what happens at this joint on Tuesday night. Goodbye, Jesse. Do you know how much you hurt me when you left, Billy? Hurt you? Do you know how much it hurt me when the lynch mob showed up to my mama's doorstep looking for me? We could have faced them together. Typical, Jesse. You can say that you're white. You get caught and they give you a slap on the wrist. The next day, you would have been right back in their good graces. No, Billy, that's not fair. No, it's not, Jesse. It ain't fair that black and white are more powerful than shades gray. It ain't fair that you would have gotten a slap on the wrist and I would have gotten a rope around my neck. I finally get one slither of happiness in my life and here you come to tear it all down. Go away, Jesse. Stay out of my life. I would have protected you. <laughs> I'm sorry, but you only got enough white for one of us. That's unfair, Billy. You know that what we have is more than black and white. Just leave already, Jesse. But... Billy! Go! It makes me sick just looking at you. So you really do hate me. I see. It can't get no clearer than that. Jesse, that wasn't right of me to... Regardless how you feel about me, I'll always love you, Billy. Jesse... Be seeing you. Je Jesse, wait. I kept it. That pocket watch you gave me? Best gift anyone ever got me. I kept it because... Look, don't leave because of me. Stay at the club. I'll go. Hey, Billy? Yeah? An hour later, Nita and Madeline enter the club. This is going to be so much fun, Nita. We shouldn't tell the boys that we came here, okay? Are you listening to anything I said? Why are you yelling so loudly, Marigold? I can hear you. Really? Yes. Then what did I say? You said that 
it was a lovely party, and I agree with you. That's not even close to what I said. Well, instead of going on and on about it, why don't you just say it again? I said that we shouldn't. Oh, hold that thought, dear. Joe! Joe! Over here! Miss Nita, what, what are y'all doing here tonight? Joe, I'd like your best bottle of hooch. Um, Miss Nita, I, I don't think that it's a good thing for you to be here tonight. Nonsense. Money is green every day of the week. But I just feel now, like... Now, be a and run along and fetch our drinks. Now, where was I, Massachusetts? You don't understand, Miss Nita. Are you still here? Fine. Here's a $2 bill. There's another one in it for you when you come back with the drinks. Right away. Chop, chop. Don't tell the boys we were here. Okay, Nita? Why not? My Billy and I never keep secrets. Is that so? Why, of course. What do you expect from a couple destined for marriage? Destined? Naturally. We've been together about two years now. And you're still not married. You can't rush love, marijuana. And what do you know about love? Enough to know that a white man could never see me as nothing more than something to brag about. You know you can be a real ba Beauty? Why, thank you, darling. Not the B word I was looking for. Anyway, I can't wait for me and Billy to get married. We have everything planned out. We want the perfect wedding. I designed it, and Billy will pay for it. We want to make sure all our family and friends are there. We want beautiful flowers. We also want doves. Maybe have it in a nice little vineyard. Nothing big, of course. Just about 500 of our closest friends. Sounds nauseating. You absolutely must come to mayonnaise. I'd love to have you in my wedding. I was thinking that maybe you could hold my train as I walk down the aisle. Excuse me? Oh, I just had a marvelous idea. Maybe you can sweep up the rice or the rose petals on the ground with the rest of the help. The help? I would have you as my maid of honor, or bridesmaid, of course, but since I'm in a certain class, there's only so much that even I can get away with. Why, I oughta... You know, Lena from my women's tea and book club saw me with you the other day, and Dad have the nerve to tell the other ladies I was hanging out in the ghetto of all places. But don't you worry, dear. I straightened her out real good. No one talks about my dear, dear friend like that and gets away with it. Oh, really? Why, yes. What'd you tell her? Well, naturally, I told her that no one talks about my dear, dear friend and gets away with it. Boy, you sure gave her a piece of your mind. Don't mention it. Walking around with all that gaudy jewelry on, she thinks I don't know that her husband is in debt. That's right. Had to borrow some money from one of Billy's croaker friends. Said he was doing something nice for his wife. Something nice. <laughs> I tell you, if he really wanted to do something nice, he would have gotten a job that wouldn't leave them begging for money. But don't you worry about a thing, dear. She may bark a little, but she's not one to buy. Say, I'd love to introduce you to my book club. I bet you love it. I doubt I'd fit in. Oh, don't be silly. We have a charity event every three months where we have to bring poor and unfortunate boorish women to the club to show them what it is like to live in high-class society. It's good for our club image. And, naturally, I instantly thought of you. It's in two weeks. You must come. Well, since you hold me in such high esteem... Then it's settled. Ooh, the ladies will damn near soil their undergarments when I tell them I got Madeline to come of all people. Of all people? Yes. Stand up straight, dear. Yes, ma'am. I mean, hey, 
cut it out. Um, Mexico? What night is this? Tuesday. No, I mean, what night is this at the joint? I've only seen a bunch of men walking around here since we got here. Surprised there's not a bunch of dames flapping at all of them. You don't say. You know, I'm not sure. We can ask Joe when he comes back. Oh, look, he's handsome. I must introduce him to Clara. She's another woman from the club. Hasn't had a man in ages. The nerve of some women going ages without a man. Well, you don't have to come off so crass, Magnolia Leaf. Oh, my God. What? Those, those two over there. Are those men? Looks like it. How indecent. How sinful. What have you brought me to, Mary Magdalena? We gotta leave. We gotta leave now, right this instant. I'm sorry, Nita. I didn't know they'd be doing that here. I just... Oh, my God. What? What is it? It couldn't be. What? Tell me I'm being deceived. Will you just come out with it already? This is too much for my womanly sensibilities. Nita, doll. Look, is that? No. It can't be. What? Who? What are you talking about? Ooh, that's... <gasps> Billy? Oh, my God. Wasn't that... Nuts. Linda. nuts. That was nuts. That was nuts. To leave to leave off like yes. that, I can't even... I have no words right now, and I always have words, just so you know. I always have words. I don't have any words right now, seriously. Okay, so without further ado, let's just get into the second part. Stay tuned, Act 2, and also stay tuned afterwards, the talk back with Sir Christopher Ration Marshall. Can't wait. A week later at Joe's Tobacco Club, Billy sulks at the bar. Hey, Joe, give me another. Look, Billy, I, I think you've had enough. Give me another. Give me another. It's okay, Joe. You can give him one more. I'll look after him. All right, but he is your responsibility. Figured you'd be here. Oh, great. Look, I'm sorry. <laughs> I didn't know the girls were coming to the joint that night. I really did ruin your life. You didn't ruin my life, Jesse. I did. Your gal caught us with our pants down. Yours caught us too. You wouldn't be in this situation if it wasn't for me. You heard from Nita? Not since that night. She grabbed a suitcase of her things, hopped in a taxi, and took off. I tried running after her. Tried to beg her to come back, but the cab drove farther and farther. After a while, I couldn't tell what were car lights or what were city lights anymore. Just like that, she was gone. Did you send her a wire? I phoned her mother to see if she went home. Said she didn't even know Nita left me. Started yelling at me. What did you do to my baby? Threatened to have her sons come string me up if I don't find her Nita. You know, I feel like Joe getting one little bit of happiness and then everything goes to hell. I'm as good as dead anyway. Her brothers will be my angels of death, come to deliver God's punishment for my sins. Shouldn't talk that way, Billy. I deserve it, Jesse. For what I did to Nita, to you, 
Seems like everybody I love is getting broken one way or another. I'm nothing but a slow poison. You get me in your system and you feel fine at first. A few days later and you pushing up daisies. This is all my fault. That don't mean nothing. Neither don't care whose fault it is. I'm not just talking about what we did the other night. I'm talking about everything. I'm talking about back home, you leaving. Yeah, I left because I was a coward. I ran away. Only thing I seemed to be good at. If you hadn't run, you'd be dead right now, Billy. So, I was so scared that I ran from the only person besides my mama that I ever loved. Me? Who else? But you damn near swore you hated me. You know that ain't true. I swore I wouldn't have nothing to do with you, but I was spending time with you every day. Swore that I wasn't a cake eater as long as we didn't go all the way, but we did. Then I swore I was fine as long as I didn't have feelings for you. I didn't run to get away from you. I ran because I loved you. I shouldn't have come here. Why not? I didn't want you to You still love me, don't you? What did you say? Do you love me or not? Billy, I... You know, when Nita called us the other week, I was happy. It was our chance to get away from it all, to start over. I thought you said this was bad for your profession. Damn the profession. I'd give it all up to have you back. Now we can find it. I'm not leaving Madeline, Billy. Come again. I can't leave her. She's the only person that's ever made me happy since, well, since you. I took a risk. I jeopardized my relationship with Nita for you. You came in my life and turned everything around, and now you telling me it was all for nothing. That's not what I'm saying. Then make it make sense for me. Here's your drink, Billy. Last one. You want anything, Jesse? Yes, Joe. Double shot of giggle water. Coming right up. I don't know what to say. I have my gal to think about. She saw me doing what we did, but she stayed. She didn't run out on me like Nita did to you, even though she had every right to get out of Dodge. She got mad, but she stayed. I can't let a woman like that go. Well, good for you. Maybe. You and I... Good night, Jesse. Billy, wait. I can fix this. Later that night in Jesse and Madeline's home. Did you find Billy? He was at the club. Did he say anything about Nita? He doesn't know where she is. Hmm. Listen, Maddie, I don't feel right about this. I need to tell him the truth. Nothing doing. This plan has almost worked out perfectly. Just be patient. You spoke to Nita yet? I did. Do you know where she's staying? Of course. I told her she could stay here tonight. Wait. What? She's not spending another night in that dusty hotel. Here? How's that gonna work? Just fine. I told her that I put you out. What? Why? And why are you being so nice to her all of a sudden? You said you damn near wanted to rip her throat out every time you got around her, especially with her calling you all kinds of names that ain't yours. Now you're concerned? Nita is my dear, dear friend, and dear, dear friends are always there for each other in their time of need. Where am I supposed to go? Go stay with Billy. Real funny, Maddie. I'm not kidding. You need to get him on board with the plan. You might as well do it now. You're kicking me out of my own house? <laughs> Don't kid yourself, doll. This is my family's house. You're only here because you're cute. Besides, this is your fault. So clean up your mess. When the hell did this become my fault? When you had sex with your ex. Yes, he's my ex, but... This was your plan from the start. I don't recall you Barney mugging with Billy part of my plan. You knew it would happen. You masterminded this whole damn thing, didn't you? 
God, what was I thinking? You better not ruin this for me, Jesse. Don't start acting like a flapper and growing a vagina and all. You know, you can be real twisted sometimes. <laughs> oh, that's one of the reasons you fell for me, love. Birds of a feather and all. Maddie, I'm begging you. We should just tell them the truth and, and just be done with this. Oh, isn't that sweet? Little Miss Jessie has a heart. Don't belittle my manhood, <laughs> Madeline. <laughs> manhood. <laughs> oh, dry up, you little boy. So you talk to her about it? Briefly. She's a little upset, but she'll come around. You know she's a Southern Belle, debutante, blue nose, blah, 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 blah. I just hope being in the same room with him doesn't mean she'll try to bump him off. Oh, stop worrying. I have everything under control. So, what did you say when he asked him? I didn't. Come again? I didn't ask. Why not? Because he was too depressed. Depressed? And hurt. Well, boo. Stop being so damn mean. You need to Daddy. ask him sooner rather than later. He doesn't want need him Convince back. him otherwise. I can't make him do what he doesn't want to do. Find a way. Don't you dare mess this up for me, Jesse. He told me that he still loves me. Baloney. He's serious. It's just a crush. Nothing to get all worked up about. I'm not worked up about it because I still love him too. What? He asked me to leave you. And what did you say? I'm here, aren't I? Look, go go ahead and get out of here. Nita will be here any minute. I'll, I'll talk to her, you talk to him. I'll get you a backpack for the night. Where am I going to stay? Stay at the club for all I care. Great. Somewhere in a dark alley near the club. Why did this happen to me? Out of all the people in this damn city, why me? I knew I was poisoned. Everything I touch, I just wanted to enjoy my life, live with no regrets. Didn't care about the consequences. Now look at me. I'm supposed to be a doctor, but I can't fix anything. I can't fix things with Nita. I can't fix things with Jesse. I can't fix myself. How can I love two people? How did I let this happen? She hates me because I love him, but I can't have him because he found his woman. I have the worst luck. Mama always said, don't take wooden nickels. <laughs> Make sure you know who you with before you get caught up with them. <laughs> don't take wooden nickels. Don't take wooden nickels. Don't take one of the He's gotta go! He's gotta go! Meanwhile, I let Maddie and Jesse's home. You take your coffee, Black Doll? That's fine. Two sugars? Perfect. Cream? Mm-hmm. He sure did. Hmm. What about a little pig's blood? Just a little, dear. Wait, what? 
I need you to snap back into reality. I am so sorry, math homework. How selfish of me not to be thinking of you during my time of distress. <laughs> Here's your coffee. Thank you, mothballs. I don't know what I'd do without you. Why don't you try saying my actual name for once? Did you say something, Macaroon? Yeah, I think that you should give him another chance. Him who? Billy! Oh, is that what you think? It's not as big a deal as you're making it. Well, you're not the one who had a man cheat on you with another man now, are you? Look, you dense skirt. My Jesse was the one your man was cheating with. Or have you forgotten? Apologies, dear. Must have slipped my mind. How insensitive of me. Mm, just being yourself. I knew you'd understand. And while we're on the subject, why are you back with that man? Because I love him. And he loves me. <laughs> love, she says. Let's be honest, Nita. You leave your man in this day and age for any reason, and you'd go from Miss Glamadol to gutter trash in no time. So dry up. Unlikely. I am a respectable lady from a top pedigree. <laughs> there are months with better pedigree than you, darling. <laughs> you think this is funny? I am going through a crisis, and you think this is funny. Oh, me, me, me. <laughs> you find your man doing something indecent in the joint, and you act like you're the only one left holding the bag. My man was a part of it, too. But you don't see me mopping and wailing now, do you? Then what do you think I should do? Find out why he did it. Maybe it isn't as bad as you think. Beg your pardon? Or you can do something to give back at him. If it makes you feel better. Like what? We can try this. Matchbox, this is indecent. We are friends. I just- Calm down, Nita. They did it to us. It's only right that we return the favor. Stop it. I am a lady. I'm a, a debutante. I... What was that, Nita doll? What was what? Mm, that's the spirit. Back at Joe's Tobacco Club, Nita and Billy meet for a tete-a-tete. -a -tete. Hello, William. Hey, Nita. You're here. Sorry, I was running late. Something came up. It's all right. I'm just glad you decided to meet with me. So? So... So... I wanted to talk to you about that night. Just jump right in, I see. We should talk about it. Oh, we are definitely going to talk about it. But can I at least get a drink in me first? Give you a little more time to conjure up a good lie? Joe! Joe! Now see here, Nita. I... Don't you see here me, buddy. Stop interrupting. Hush up. Nita, good to see you. Good to be seen. What can I get you? The strongest drink you got. Coming right up. Nita. You got caught, William. I know, but you don't understand. What don't I understand, huh? The part where you're barney mugged with another man? How about the part where you lied to me? You said he was your patient, your old friend. He is. He was. What you did was indecent and embarrassing. And what's worse is you did it in front of everybody. And you expect me to be fine with that? No, Nita, I just wanted to. And you embarrassed me in front of Morocco of all people. Nita, let me. Oh, dry up, cake eater. You've already said about as much as I can stand. This isn't just your reputation being ruined, it's mine. That's the problem, Nita. This is all about your reputation. 
Not about your feelings, not about your beliefs, not about us. This is about your reputation. Clearly, I have to salvage something from this debacle. You never gave a damn about me. You only care about what your uppity tea ladies think of you. Is that why you did it, Billy? You were jealous because I didn't treat you like one of the girls? You think I'm all goofy over you because you're pretty? You will lower your tone with me, William. I will not lower my tone. I'm sick and tired of bending over backwards for you, Nita. <laughs> the other week, you seemed to be bending over just fine. You see this? This is why I did it. Excuse me? You think that you're the man in this relationship? Well, somebody has to be since you're not. Damn it, woman, if you say another word. Here you go, Nita. I went ahead and made it a double. Uh, looks like you need it. These past five years, I've been following the beat of your drum. Listening to what you tell me. Smile, Billy, there's Edna. Oh, play nice with the men from the lodge. Wear this towel with that shirt. Not that fork, dear. This one. This is how we eat because we are of a certain status. Damn it, Nita, I'm sick of it. Oh, Billy, I... Did I give you permission to speak? You try to control everything I do and I hate it. I despise you because of it. So I stepped out. It was my fault, but you got to take some of the blame, Nita. You couldn't just listen to me for once in your life. Why did it always have to be about you? I don't know, Billy. Well, round of applause for me, everyone. I finally got Nita to clam up. How am I the villain when I caught you with another man? Look, Nita, I'm sorry I hurt you. Does that make you feel better? I don't know why I even wasted my time. I really am sorry, Nita. I didn't mean for things to happen like that. You think an apology is going to make me forget what I saw? No, tell it to Sweeney, Nita. I beg your pardon? I'm a cake eater. Always have been. You knew it when you first met me, so I don't know why you acting so damn surprised. Applesauce, do you honestly think I would have nuzzled up with a man who I knew was a cake eater? Yes, Nita, you would have. You want to know why? Because you never loved me. Hell, you barely even liked me. But you know what you did like, don't you? You're a four-flusher. You always like to show me off. Show me to your family, your friends, your acquaintances. Look at my Billy. He's a croaker, you know. Krogers make so much money. He saved a man's life on this day. He saved another man's life on that day. He's got his own building and everything. I felt like I was just some shiny new coin you went at the fair. No real value other than the fact that it's new. But I didn't care, Nita. Because I love you. I may love him too, but that doesn't mean that I stop loving you. But it's different for you, ain't it? Just admit you don't love me and maybe we can move on. You only with me because you saw a chance to get out of the ghetto and into a higher social class. You wouldn't have looked twice at me had I not been a doctor. You don't love me, you love my status. You brag about my accomplishments as if they were yours. Well, guess what, Nita? They're not. And no matter how much you brag, no one will ever see you as anything but my woman. You don't give a good goddamn about me. I do give a damn about you, Billy. Prove it. When's my birthday? What's my favorite color? Why did I become a croaker? What's my favorite food? What kind of books do I like to read? You don't know, do you? I know everything there is to know about you and you can't tell me one thing about me. That's why I did, Anita. That's why I made love to another man. Well, Billy, I don't know what to say. Neither do I. August... 29th, 1899. What? Your birthday, August 29th, 1899. 
Your favorite color is purple because you said it's a regal color that has an air of intrigue and mystery. You became a croaker because when you were a little boy, you found a sick bird down in the bayou and secretly nursed it back to health. You felt at that moment that your purpose in life was to heal others and do the best you can to help the world be a better place. You even started practicing on your little friends, even though you didn't know what you were doing, putting them in makeshift splints and casts if they so much as scraped a knee. Your favorite food is your ma's gravy smothered chicken and mashed potatoes. But no matter how hard I try to follow the recipe, you never feel that it's quite right. You like fiction, books that can take you on an imaginary journey because you work so hard and spend so much time with me that you like to escape and feel like you've traveled the world while you sit in your favorite armchair. How'd I do, Billy? Did I get them all right? Nita, I'm... I may talk a lot, Billy. I may have talked over you a lot. But that show as hell don't mean that I wasn't listening. Nita, goodbye, William. The next day in Madeline's apartment, Maddie cleans while Jesse sits on the couch. Maddie, this plan is not going to work. There you go, acting like a skirt again. It's just, I still haven't talked to Billy yet. And why not? I don't, didn't have the heart. My plan is riding on this, Jesse. You need to tell him soon. Don't worry, don't worry. I'm supposed to meet him later on. That's perfect. Nita will be here any second now as well. She's coming here? Tonight? Yep. Do I have to leave again? Nothing doing. I want you to stay right here. Hey, Maddie. Since the door was unlocked, I took the liberty of letting myself in. What in God's name is he doing here? Jesse and I were actually just talking about this whole debacle. Actually, I wasn't talking about anything. And he came up with something that'll fix your problems with Billy. I don't want to hear anything that came out of her mouth. Come on, Nita. You're not still sore about the other week, are you? The only person who should be sore right now is you. Oh, yeah, I am. Billy made it hurt real good. Shut up, you dumb bird. Aw, you mad I don't have to lie about Barney mugging with him? If you weren't a man, I'd sock you in the jaw. Not very debutante of you to say. Why, you... All right! Both of you, calm down. Nita, Jesse really does have a wonderful idea. Promise me you'll hear it. Okay, fine. I'll hear it, but only for you. It'll even work out so you can keep licking on Maddie. You told him? Of course I did. How could you? We have no secrets. Don't be mad. His plan is good. Play your cards right, and Billy will be eating pudding out of your hands by the end of the week. Fine. What is it? Let's make our relationship open. Open? You mean like we tell each other everything? No, you dumb Dora. Open like a free-for-all. Jesse! Don't be rude! What he means is that we can be swingers, free to Barney mug with each other as we see fit. I don't think so. I am a lady. Oh, tell it to Sweeney. You stop being a lady when you let my Maddie lick on your lady parts. Uh, he's just kidding. Aren't you kidding, dear? No. Think about it, Anita. This is the best solution for everybody. And how is that? We get to all share Billy, and it won't affect your self-proclaimed debutante status. Share Billy? 
Have you lost the sense God gave you? Take time to mull over it, doll. It would be in your best interest to agree. Are you threatening me? No, she means that you don't want any of those nasty cake-eater rumors getting out about your precious Billy. You set this up. Oh my God, how could you, Madeline? That doesn't matter. The important question is, what are you going to do? Nita was hit like a ton of bricks. Never in a million years would she have thought that her own friend would betray her. For a few days after that, Nita frequented the tobacco club, spending nearly my week's pay on hospice every night. Even bought a flask to have one for the road. Now as a bartender, I have seen my fair share of drama, but this tops the cake. Billy and Nita run around here like a cat and mouse, one avoiding the other. <laughs> Fill her up, Joe! Be right with you, Al. I have half a mind to sit them all down and tell them what I think, but that is not my job. Hey, Joe, why don't you get me nice and zazzled so I can go home with you and show you a good time? As you can see, I've got my hands full as it is. Mm, mm, mm. But while I have your attention, let me tell you what happened at Madeline's place a few days later. Hello, Billy. Hello, Miss Madeline. <laughs> Please, call me Maddie. Okay. Miss Madeline, why did you call me here? Jesse was supposed to have a talk with you about something, but he chickened out. I figured this needed a more delicate touch. Talk to me about what? It's no secret that we both love him, Billy. Miss Madeline, I only came here because your telegram said it was an emergency. If there's nothing else, then I will take my leave if you don't mind. I do mind, Billy. You see, there is an emergency. Is he all right? No. But with your help, he can be. Nita, too. What? Open up a bottle of champagne over there, and I'll tell you everything. Meanwhile, back at the club. Mind if I sit down? I was wondering how my night could get any better. I know you hate me. You can tell. <laughs> and here I thought I had enough makeup on to hide it. Okay, I get it, Dame. Can you play another tune? Because this one is getting worn out. You have some nerve coming here and addressing a lady in such a rude and disrespectful manner. Hmm. A lady? Yes, a lady. I am a hundred percent bona fide woman. Something you cake eaters only pretend to be. If you are a lady, then the standards for ladies everywhere have gotten a lot lower. What do you want, Jesse? I want to bury the hatchet. Really? Allow me. Would you prefer I put it in your back or your skull? Tell me how you really feel, Nita. Why would you feel entitled to destroy my relationship? I never did anything to you. Frankly, I didn't even know who you were. Everything in the world doesn't revolve around you. Then why am I the center of your mixed-up mess? Miss Nita, I didn't come here to fight. Lucky you. 
I threw it in as a bonus. I see why it was so easy for me to get Billy back. Excuse me? Pardon my French, but you are a real bitch. How dare you? Me? No. How dare you? Prancing around like you own the town. I will not stand for these insults. Well, good thing you're sitting. You grew up here in New York, went to an average public school with my Maddie. You were always an average girl, and then you found my Billy while he was most vulnerable, and you couldn't wait to sink your teeth into him. You've been holding on ever since, walking around like you're some dignified southern pal, and you are not from the South. Everything about you is as false as paper money. False, he says. What bothers you more, Nita? That I slept with Billy behind your back? that you've been with him for years and never even so much as seen him naked. That's a lie. I have seen him naked. Oh, I heard that big fib you told Maddie about the sex you had, the length, the girth, and the way that he just... Now the real you is showing her fangs. Come on, Jesse. Give me all you got because right now you hit like a girl. Next time you should wind up before you swing. Do you think I want to be here with you? The door hasn't moved since you came in, I don't believe. Like it or not, Billy and I grew up together and have loved each other for more years than you can count. Your little five years is a quaint diversion, but it doesn't equal to the true love that he and I share. Quaint, he says. I can't stand you, Nita. Finally, we agree on something. Maddie is the one that likes you. You got any other convincing arguments? That's why you're here, right? To convince me to join your little sex addicts club? No one likes you, Nita. Oh, tell it to Sweeney. It's true. Billy loves me. Maddie only rolled around with you to get you and Billy to agree to this whole thing. I sure as hell don't like you. Even all your tea lady friends hate you. You're nasty and a mean person who tramples all over anyone and everyone that gets in her way. We... We don't like you. We just tolerate you. You tolerate me. Ha! <laughs> I've had about all I can stand, buddy. Now come off it, Nita. The way I see it is you have two options. Option one is you're playing nice. You get with the program, and we all live happily ever after. Or option two, and I really hope you choose option two, you decline our gracious offer, and I show you how bad I can really be. What is that supposed to mean? It means I am loaning Billy to you. I can take him away from you anytime I want. Well, shucks, ma'am. You give yourself too much credit. Laugh all you want, but we both know it's true. Now you're just reaching. I'll give you a third option. Billy and I will fix our issues and have nothing to do with you ever again. Billy asked me to leave Maddie the other day. What? He told me he was actually happy that he'd caught us Barney mugging in the joint that night because he's been trying to find a way to get rid of you all along, but he was too afraid to come out with it. You shouldn't tell such hateful lies. It's true. Billy was ready to leave you at the drop of a dime and run away into the sunset with me. I turned him down. So as much as you hate me, you owe me. He's only with you because I said no. You're just trying to hurt me. No, Nita. I pity you. I don't need your pity. You really don't have any idea how much power I have in the elite class of debutantes in this city. Do you even think you would still have your little club when they find out about this scandal? 
You wouldn't dare. I wouldn't have to. A big city this is, people talk. You're disgusting. I'll show you. My ladies will support me even more through this. You want to fit in so bad, but you don't. Everything about you is so phony. And that smile of yours to the way you talk and all that culture you have. Ugh. It's pitiful. Truly, it is that you're so eager to fit in, you don't even notice that everyone can see right through you, especially those tea ladies. And the damned word is debutantes. You haven't the slightest clue as to how much I'm adored by my fellow debutantes. Oh, really? Why, even Clara is a grass widow, and we accept her just fine. You are delusional. If you think that those uppity women are actually your friends, Stop it, you Jesse. are simply mad. If you think they don't see you for what you truly Just are, shut up a already. Piece of gutter trash, mask with fine perfume. I said stop! You're dancing, you don't even realize it. Whether you like it or not, we are all you really got. For Christ's sake. So you sakes. can jump in or you can jump out a window. It's all the same to me. Please! But regardless of what you choose, Billy belongs to me. I said clam at your fag, son of a bitch! There she is. There's the bear cat I've been looking for. Go to hell. Gladly, but Billy and Maddie are coming with me. Here's a little money for your drink. I always try to give to the less fortunate. Oh, and Nita, I'm sure you'll make the best decision for all of us. A week later, there they were, Jesse, Maddie, and Billy all sitting oddly close to each other at the table in the back of the club. Hadn't seen Neat all week, but I can tell something's not right. I don't know if that's a good idea. Come on, Billy. It is perfect. You trust me, right? Yes, but I didn't know trusting you would come with so much. Don't worry. There'll be no reason to hide now. You sure Nita's fine with this? She's the one who set up this meeting tonight. That's what worries me. Don't be. Apparently, our two dames have been licking ladies while we were Bonnie Mugging as well. What? Nita? I don't believe it. Girl's got a wild side to it that you don't even know about. The four of us will be living the perfect life. I just don't believe Nita would up and agree to some half-brained scheme like this. Well, believe it. She loves you, she likes me, and she loves her status. So, she'll come around smooth and easy. How does this even work? Well, in public, we can walk around showing off our women and how much we love them. And then when we get home in private, we can go to our separate rooms. Nina? Is that you? Good God, girl, you look dreadful. Nita, why are you looking that way? Is everything all right? Nita, where are you going? Oh my God, she's got Lucille! Now, Nita, I'm sorry for what I said. Please put the gun down. Nita, Nita, calm down. Please, think about this.
<laughs> you don't have to do this. I'm sorry. Please. <laughs> Hey guys, thank you so much for joining us. Um, we just got finished listening to uh, a very, very uh, exceptionally, I can't even, I don't even know what to describe. I haven't had a thesaurus in front of me. This is a wonderful broadcast of Christopher Ration Marshall's piece called Swingers. And we have Sir Christopher Ration no, Marshall not on right now. Get it right. I say uh, Lord. Uh, <laughs> Take two. Do it again. Mm. Mm. This is the stuff that I got to deal with, y'all. This is the stuff that I have to deal with. I am not cut take two or nothing. Excuse me. Okay, he wants me to announce. I'm not doing this. Linda, you do this. Go for it. Okay. <laughs> what? Okay. Uh, how about sir? Sir? Yeah, that's, that's fine. Very fine. See, I said that, and you know what? Let me get into it. Chris, <laughs> thank you so much. Thank you so much for joining. All kidding aside, thank you so much for joining us today. Um, I have to say, Chris um, came to me a couple of weeks, maybe about, the, what was it, last month? I guess the last couple of months ago. Yeah, a couple of months um, ago. A couple of months ago, and he came up with the idea of having uh, a play by broadcast, like radio broadcast type of plays being done on 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 the radio kind of broadcast kind of thing. I'm saying it wrong. But and it was a great idea and I said absolutely. And he asked me which play he wanted to he wanted me to feature on the uh the uh podcast today. And I said swingers. Now swingers I saw he did in New York um as a stage reading and it was just phenomenal. I mean, just a stage read. It wasn't even a full-on production, no set, nothing very minimal. It was just talented actors right in front of a small group. It was just awesome. And so I said, I love the story because it's a phenomenal story. And 
very entertaining and very like I needed a drink afterwards. No, you need a drink before, during, and after. You like she Leave me alone. And wow. also, it was, a, it was an it was a small, quaint group of about seventy people, just a small little gathering. Yes, it was that. Yes, it was about seventy. And people, I heard yes. the alcohol was flowing too. Mm-hmm. Well, no, the alcohol couldn't flow anywhere because because uh, because the Lord of the Rings here was gardening. Oh. Anyway, okay. I took one bottle off the. T- anyway, so let's get back to the play. Not let's glass, but bottle. Yeah, exactly. Okay. I'm glad you heard that, Linda. Because mid yeah. mid show, a bottle? Like really? Okay. Yeah, mid show, she got up and snatched a whole bottle of wine and just took it back. <laughs> <laughs> <I'm> like, what? <laughs> I'm just like, what? You know, a glass, maybe two, but the whole bottle, huh? Yeah. Oh no, she before the bottle, she had like five glasses before that, and then took the bottle. My and really. Anyway, not, okay, we need to worry about AA. What? Okay. Oh, but we on the air. We can't put it out. We'll talk about that later. You know, oh. this is some bull crap. Okay. Got some nonsense right here. <sighs> you know what? Please so, so Christopher, yes. <laughs> swingers, um, what inspired you to write this? Uh well the the performance that you saw the reading the the staged reading um because I want people to understand there's a difference a staged reading is when you just have the actors sitting on the stage and reading a staged reading is that it's all the it's all the acting and the physicality and even some of the props that you would have in a regular production it's just the actors are allowed to hold their scripts if necessary and um. And several years ago, not several, like maybe four or five. Wait, what's this? It's 2020? Yeah, it is 2020. 2020. So in about 2015, 2016, um, I was in a show and I was, you know, dating a fellow cast member. Um, well, sort of dating. We kind of like had a little bit of a thing. Um, and one day she and I were talking on the phone and we were, you know, talking about my, like the fact that the first play I ever wrote, I, I wrote a play, Food on the Preset, first play I ever wrote, wrote it in like six hours and then it went off and won a national playwriting competition. Um, wow. Yeah, thank you. And, and, and I was telling her that and she was like, oh, you ain't, you ain't, you ain't, uh, you can't do all, you ain't, you know, she was you ain't, you know, you know, you know, smacking the lips and waving, hey, you ain't nothing. Like, she's like, you can't do that. You can't do nothing like that. And so I was like, well, just give me something. I'll write whatever you, she was like, okay, so this is what we're going to do. You have to write a 1920 play that's going to have to have uh, a download brother, a Ooh. white man, uh, a rude woman. She just gave me like a whole bunch of criteria. And she, I bet you can't write nothing. They're dealing with that. And I was like, all right, cool. So a week later, I came back and I presented Swinger Star. And she was like, oh my God, this is good. This is good. I was like, I told you. I was, you know, I told you. You know what I'm saying? You know, you're dealing with That's Big Papa right here. You know what I'm saying? You're dealing with Lord Christopher. <laughs> nah, but, but, uh, apparently. You know see, what I mean? See, apparently. See. So see. We, we put it up as a production. The original cast was, um, we did it as a weekend production and we were only selling like $25 tickets. And the, we made like Fifteen hundred dollars in the first weekend uh, of the performance, and the original cast was Taekwon Taekwon Payne as um, Billy. Uh, you know her, uh, Jennifer Williams. You know her as Amara. 
Yolanda. Mm -hmm. Yeah. She yep. played. She played Nita. Um, mm -hmm. Oh. Um. God, I feel bad because I don't remember these actors. James McKinnon played Jesse, and there's this white girl, Lindsay something. Can't remember Lindsay's last name. She played Madeline. Uh, and then there was a guy named Dylan who played Joe. Now, Joe was a character that I had in there. If you remember, I took him out of the last production right. uh, because the original production was like damn near three hours long. And so right. I took him out so that it would bring the play down. And then I yeah. put him back in for this radio production. But um, so that was, that's kind of how I got started. Wow. Yeah. It was it was it was just amaz um, amazing. I, I literally was listening to it just how it was cut down because it was a lot it was a little bit longer for the staged reading and then it was amazing how he rearranged it and was able to fit in the entire story like you couldn't miss nothing in just an hour and change in the story so it was really really brilliantly done to cut it down because a lot of times people can't do that but it's just a matter of trimming down what you know what's important and what isn't but this really drove the story along so I really like this version to be honest with you yeah, I think, um, I think but, the real uh, issue was that the, uh, the two-hour version that I cut it down from to an hour and ten minutes was just like 50 minutes worth of insults from Nita. So I just cut out some of Nita's insults and then brought it down to an hour and ten minutes. Let's talk about – let's – yeah, we would uh, – uh, Linda had a few words she wanted to tell you about Nita's insults. She um, – <clears throat> yeah. I just um, kind of – She's going to about that's what um, she's doing. The Cliff Note version, I guess, and I was still – I'm just gonna. I was laid out. I was really laid out. Seriously, the um, the the story itself was uh, rather unique, actually, and so I found that intriguing. But the Thank way you. the story was told, I mean, Nita, I need to have a conversation with Nita. Nita need to go and sit down somewhere, <laughs> and um, I need to understand why Nita is spending more money on the guns and bullets than some education because Nita what calling people Mexico and marmalade. The woman ain't even Spanish. Like, what's the problem? I can't. What, what, what is the problem? And uh, just, I, I'm just telling you, I had to call nine and one. Because if you call the, you know, the second one, then it's official. But the nine yeah. and one, yeah, I was about to be laid out. It was early in the morning when I got the story, so maybe that was part of it, but I'm just... it. Uh, that was a story. That was... Um, quite the story. And nine and one. Yeah. Not just nine. <laughs> but nine and one. Well, you know, you gotta you gotta wait on that other one. That get it one to grow yeah. on. Yeah, because yeah. see you can't again you can't yeah. call the second one because that's official. So but nine yeah. and one, yeah, you you got me. You got me. Uh -oh. <laughs> Not gonna have a long talk. Like I, Maddie, <laughs> that's another one. She need her ass whooped, but still. <laughs> you did not have to kill everybody. That's just you don't mm -mm. too much. Not one, but too much. Too much. Too much. <laughs> Not one, but too much. Yeah. Mm -hmm. No, I, you know, I just, um, I was, I don't know what, I just was right, you know, maybe I was influenced by Shonda Rhimes and Scandal, because when I wrote this, that was when He didn't say the magic word. Woo! Woo! Yeah. yeah. I yeah. feel like that's when, that's when Scandal was like at its like height. You know, you know how Scandal always got that little plot twist, like something happened yes. in like plot twist. I think I was yes. inspired by Shonda Scandal plot twist 
from Scandal whenever uh, I was writing this, and that's probably why that ending came out the way it did. And and that and makes perfect sense. Had, and that's mm-hmm. and that's this story had that this whole. That's Absolutely. why I said this broadcast. You couldn't. You you could not be like, wait, what? You have I saw to a fight coming. I, I'll moves. give you that. I saw a fight coming. I was like, somebody go get their book. I'm serious. Yeah, uh, I ain't yeah. Think shot though. Like what? Not the gun, y'all. What? All everybody? Lord, the whole cast. Oh my God! What? Oh. Uh, well, she didn't bother. Remember, remember, in the beginning of the play, uh, Joe when he's mm-hmm. when he's announcing to everybody, welcome to the con club. He's like, if you see that six shoot on the wall, that's my gal Lucille. And then at the end, Nita walked in. Yes, Lucille right off the wall. Yep. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So it was really Joe's fault. Okay. Joe's the one who, who if, if Joe didn't have the gun there, mm-hmm. he probably wouldn't have shot them, but you know. Yeah. But see, but you know what Linda said earlier, and she was like, wait a minute, so why didn't Joe stand up and say, duck? You know, like, hey, I don't something. understand. Exactly. Come on now. Well, he did, he did say, he said, oh my gosh, she's got Lucille. And then, like, that, and then everyone started screaming. What? Because <laughs> everybody knew who Lucille was. Right. Yeah, he need to do a little bit more than that. How about you duck? How about you run? How about you warn somebody? Come on, you can do more than that. Well, you know, (laughs) Joe, Joe got to keep the club going when everybody else is dead and gone. You know what I'm saying? Oh, Mm. Oh my lord! He want to make sure everybody gets gets some giggle water in the future. Yeah, see, Joe and I, we gonna have a conversation too. Joe first, Maddie (laughs) next, and Nita last. Girl, go and sit down. Put the gun down. We need to sit down. Go and sit down. You doing too much for real. (laughs) <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you're doing too much. How about you put that gun down? We get some reading lessons. How about that? Yeah. Don't need to worry about buying new bullets. No, we need to sit down and we're gonna do some spelling right now. The girl's name is Madeline. How you Mexico? Really? Oh, ma- she well, Madeline, what you hungry? What I mean no, at, at, you know, at one point she just stopped even calling her name. She just started calling her like there was one point where she said math homework. And uh, really yeah, math homework. Math homework. This is what I'm talking about. Mayonnaise. She started calling her. Yes. Yeah, she said mayonnaise. Mm-hmm. I remember that. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah, but the story. The- yeah, but the story is great. I like the time period of the 1920s. The speakeasy, you know, kind of thing. It was really, really. It was just really, really cool. Thank yeah, that you. was well placed. That was definitely well placed. You know, you know, you know. The funny thing about it, Linda, the, about the different M names in the reading, you you line if you remember, someone gave the feedback that they felt like that was that wasn't that that got old really fast, like the different M names, and then I pulled <laughs> out. So what I did was I went and added more to it. I was like, oh, let me show you what I'll do with these M's. Oh, <laughs> oh you added more? Uh, yeah, well, you know, more a little more here and there, you know, just a little more. That's hilarious. Oh, I didn't even notice that. Yeah, I'm. I well, the thing of it is, it goes so fast. Right. Sometimes you'll miss it if you don't. If, if you don't pay attention, if you if you pay attention but don't pay attention, you'll miss it because she says it fast, almost slick. But for me, I was listening. My ears was like, wait, because I've completely forgot that she did that until I heard her say, "Listen, mayonnaise." Oh, oh yeah. but, man, Wait. Oh, I forgot. She goes and says all these names. Yeah. So you remember? Well, you I, miss- I added. I added when she called her Massachusetts. And, uh, yes, she did. Uh, no, okay. <laughs> but you know, you know, that was all from the beginning when Nita, um, when Nita was like, because first of all, Nita, Nita was wrong in the beginning because Nita, you know, and she was like, oh, this is my 
fiance, he's a corporate. You know what that is, darling. He's a do- that means he's a doctor. Like she, she already right. started. She already started out the gate. Mm. And then right. when Madeline was ignoring her, then she got mad, and she was, that's when she started calling her all these them names, and that just became the the big thing. I see. Mm-hmm. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Nita, we got to talk, girl. This is too much for real. Because <laughs> yeah, I know saying... somebody like that. I really, I know somebody like that. Seriously. Oh my! Really? I think that's what made it funny because it was someone that I met when I first moved to Virginia and it was just, she was just, I don't, I don't, I, I'm not sure what her background was, uh, but she gave you that impression that she really thought she was something special, but was, I don't want to say uneducated, but definitely not well poised or spoken. She just had this air about her and, um, I'm not sure if she was trying to aspire to better, but it just, yeah, she she was she was a lot. She really was. She was really kind of like ignorant and just, yeah. So Nita that's the other thing like, about this. That's the other thing about this story is that each of the characters are very relatable, as you mentioned. They're very relatable because all of them have a different personality that you can pick out. Mm-hmm. So they're very distinct. So you hear their voice. You know, they all have different voices. Um, that's why I was telling you before, you know, when you had the uh, uh, two different people that played um, the uh, Billy character, each one gave a different voice, but still gave the cruffs of what Billy, who Billy is, kind of. Mm-hmm. So it's, it was, that's in writing. That's in the writing, because it's very distinct. The language is good. Um, and I think what it is is that they're, you know, you can tell, like, Jesse is like that free spirit. He's that troublemaker. He's like, hey, come on, what you, you know, whatever. The kind of thing, if, if I'm saying that right. Appropriately, um, way. Named yeah. appropriately. Named she started explaining the characters and got to Jesse. I was like, oh, yeah, that's going to be the rebel. Mm. Oh, see? I could just picture like some Before sort of motorcycle or, or, you know, some sort of, uh, um, what's the word? Not kind of, but some sort of rebellious spirit. So, yeah, that, was, mm-hmm. that name was well played, well picked up. And then, Mad- and then Madeline, I mean, she's just, you know, she's a seductress. So even you can hear it in her voice. You know what I mean? You mm-hmm. can hear how she sounds, how she talks, her language. It, it, it's perfect. And even, and then you got Nita, how she sounds. She's well, a beat. She has this debutante. <laughs> debutante. Not debutante. Yeah, that's, that's why, that's what yeah. Jesse said. The damn word is debutante. <laughs> she was like, exactly. Well, I'm and me and my debutante. Like she was just, she was. Right. It was so funny when I heard that. I was Larry. like, Tiffany, really? <laughs> Oh, when you said it the first time, I was like, "Did she misspell the what?" There's no yeah. e on the okay. Yeah, all right. So where that came from? Um, we were at uh, HP Twenty One Writers Group one night, and Johanna, you remember Johanna, uh, Yolanda, right? Yep. Johanna mm-hmm. was playing yep. Nita, and Johanna is, I think she's Dominican, and her accent is like very thick, and so she when she yes. saw Debbie Tant, because you know Debbie Tant is pronounced Debbie Tant, but it's written with an e at the end. Right. And so yes, when is. she saw debutante, the whole time she was like debutante, debutante. She just kept like taking it in Spanish. And then I thought that's actually <laughs> funny. Then that actually can add to because one because one of the writers like it's actually debutante. And I was like that's funny. Oh, so it was a real place. mistake. Yeah, it was a real mistake that oh. an actress did, and I decided to put it in the play. Yeah, yeah. Like, because she. Because it also shows like a little bit of her ignorance. She thinks that she's high class. <laughs> yes. and she thinks the word Debutante 
and she says it so much, and then when then she gets corrected. Because there are people like that. You correct them, and they still don't say the wrong word. So yes. Like, oh, this is what I say. Yep. You know, people get the word wrong and get it word, get it wrong proudly. That was Nita. That's right. I said debutante, damn it. That's what I'm saying. I know what I said. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she, had a, she had a meeting, but I said what I said. Like, she, yeah, exactly. She did say yeah. that. This was, it was so funny. But, Chris, this was a remarkable. The play was just great. Um, we, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it a lot. I've, I've told you. you that countless times. <laughs> I, it's like, no, you're going to do swingers. I want that. I have a question. <laughs> so is this something you do oh, often? Like, have you done other plays like that where someone will literally give you, like, parameters or things that they want to see in the play, and then you just use your creativity to fill in the blanks? Who, me? I am not a writer. What are you talking uh, about? Well, you know what? See, um, well, you were lowered a minute ago, so you know I got to check. No. I, I don't... I can't. No, yeah, I um, I read like my inspirations for things just come from just random stuff. Like one of my plays now is um, I wrote a play that was in the top thirty out of eight hundred and fifty plays for Samuel French, and it's being published in uh in a in a in a um fifty best anthology, like one of those fifty best et cetera et cetera anthology. I can't really give too much info info on it right now, yeah. but um, it's it. That was inspired by listening to a classical song. I listened to the classical song Lacrimosa by Mozart, and I got I pulled out the laptop and just wrote a whole play just listening to that wow. song, and it became like a hit song. Um, and uh, I mean, different different play. Honestly, it's funny that you ask because Swingers is probably one of my least favorite plays that I've written. Um, really? It's yeah, it's good. But I've always struggled with it. I think this version I, I, I'm starting to like like more. But I've always struggled with it because it was just like it was one that the audience loved, but as an artist I didn't really like it. Mm-hmm. Um Is it because you didn't and, come up with the parameters yourself? Like you prefer to create yours from scratch well, instead of, you know, being given like a I guess a frame of, of sorts to fill in? Well, no, because you know, you know, you give it to me, I'll flap it. I'll, uh, you know, I'll, uh, what is it? Uh, flop it, stick it, and reverse it. I can't remember the word. <laughs> Drop it, stick it, and reverse it, flip it, flip it. That'd be BBD, though. Why are we doing Missy Elliott? Why are we doing Missy Elliott and BBD? What is oh, happening right now? Slap yeah, it, I, flip it, and rub it I, down. Oh, I, no. Mm hmm. Yeah. I'll, uh, you know, I'll, I'll make it work. Because, like, it's funny because someone, for Halloween, I wrote this really beautiful short film called Trick or Treat, and someone gave me the parameter that a guy finds a red bowl full of candy with a note on top of it that says Trick or Treat. And I made this really great horror story uh, that David Nixon and I were supposed to be uh, producing, but we haven't gotten around to it. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to figure out how, what, when we're going to get around to that because it's a Halloween thing. But it's a really great story, and I was given parameters. I don't mind being given parameters. Um, are given an idea because I can turn I can turn things into a story. I, I don't know. I just Swingers has been um, I don't know. It's just one of those stories that I I just couldn't really fully invest in yeah. myself. Uh, I think I think the struggle with me is like I don't like like Swingers is a drama. Do you know what I mean? It's a drama that has it's a drama that has comedy in it, but it's really like a drama. Um, I'm not really a person who writes drama like it's okay. like this drama. 
like Yolanda knows, I've written, I write horror, I write supernatural, I write thriller, I write, um, I write comedy, I write the hell out of some comedy, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> oh but gosh. just straight up, the straight up drama is something that I always struggle with. And Swingers being a dramatic piece, I had to add the comedy to it so it would feel right. more natural to me. Um, but it was just a struggle because it is a drama. And I always struggle with dramas. So I think that's why it was like my least favorite because I just don't like writing But it still dramas. it still works because even with some serious dramas, you do have a little bit of element of humor that comes in it. So it worked, I think. So. Yeah. I think so. It worked. Um, but I mean, this was awesome. This was amazeballs, Chris. Thank you so, 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 so much for joining us. And I am so excited for your next project and whatever it is you're about to do. Swingers was amazing. Thank exactly. you Exactly. So and when you talk to Tyler Perry and Oprah, remember awesome. I said it first. Next, go ahead. Awesome, mm-hmm. awesome. I just want to put it in. <laughs> Thank mm-hmm. you. 